0: is the idea of being spiritual overwhelming to you. When I first came out of the psychic closet, everything was so, so overwhelming. And I wanted to devour every little nugget and morsel of information possible. And I thought like, okay, cool. So I really do have visions of the future and I really can tell things about people that they haven't told me. And I do communicate with souls on the other side, but I didn't know what any of that actually meant. And I didn't know that there were so many air quote, rules around being spiritual. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's get into this. I'm your host, Catherine, and if it's your first time listening, thank you so much for being here. The show originally started out as strictly true crime, and it has kind of morphed into True crime meets mediumship meets ed- like pretty much anything fair game on the spiritual side of things. Uh, my goal here is to really help people come into their own understanding and connection with what being spiritual or using their intuition means for them. And I'm pretty sure I've told my discovery story on here before, but maybe not. The abridged version is that I dragged myself to a party a friend of mine was throwing. And she was she was in real estate and had monthly networking and social events at her office. And I think this was one of the first ones, if not the first one, that she was throwing. She had had a psychic there and was offering free readings for guests. Like you paid $25 for the reading and the woman throwing the party would give you your money back if you came. It was like a deposit to make sure that she wouldn't just be out the money, right? Um, Well, I was one of the first people to get there. This is a real problem of mine with anxiety and showing up early and sitting in my car and waiting forever just to make sure that I know where I'm going because I get lost so easily. But anyway, I walked in with a friend of mine and this psychic who was here literally looked me up and down. I'm talking like, you feel like they're looking at you like, why are you wearing that? Kind of (laughs) once over. We're now very, very good friends, the best of friends. But anyway, she looks me up and down and she says, you're getting a reading, right? And I was so nervous when I told her that I was because she responded, good. <laughs> like that was all there was to it. And she walked off, just like flitted off and did her thing, getting ready for the readings. And I was kind of just sitting back in this state of awe and and waiting for my reading. I think there were like five or six people ahead of me. And you could see this is like – The somewhat abridged version, because I don't know how to tell abridged versions of anything, but there were other people kind of standing around waiting their turn. We're mingling, we're networking, we're socializing, and you could see into the room where she was giving the readings. They were private, but you couldn't hear right so it's this big glass enclosure and she's giving the readings in there and i can see this woman she's so small standing there waving her arms around she's very animated and she's she's giving these readings and people are coming out crying and they're just like really empowering or really vulnerable and beautiful experiences that these these people are having and i really wanted to speak with my grandma who had passed a few years prior so i'm seeing her waving her arms around and i look at this woman standing next to me and i said i really hope that she sits down when she's in there with me because if she's standing over me like that, it's going to give me some hardcore anxiety. Homegirl better sit down, right? Um, just having someone standing above you like that, it, it can be intimidating, right? So I go into the room with her and it's finally my turn, and I sit down, and I'm so nervous. And she says, like, I'm Ambrosia Matthews. You should look her up on all of the social media. She's absolutely wonderful. I'm Ambrosia Matthews and continues to tell me, like, this is how I read people. This is how I receive information. This is essentially it. And then she says, I feel like I'm being told to sit down. My jaw dropped. I was like, Whoa, okay, this lady obviously – knows what she's doing, if she already, like, she can feel the energy of me needing her to sit there. And I thought, okay, it's about to get real, right? I was shook. So, she then says, you're reading people without their permission, and it's rude. And I think at that point, she kind of realized that I really didn't know I was psychic and even asked, like, do you really not know? And she goes "She goes ahead to recap moments throughout my life right up until that very day where I had a conversation with my mom, and my mom had been saying one thing. And I thought to my husband, I said out loud to my husband, did you hear? Because she was on speakerphone. I said, did you hear her tone? Like, she obviously, like, she doesn't believe me or she's more upset about this than she's letting on to. My husband was like, you're crazy. She's fine. She sounded fine to me. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm just being paranoid. I don't even remember what it was about. But she the psychic recapped all of that. And she said, you did hear a conversation that was separate. You heard what the real thought was versus what it was that you were being told. And that's happened your whole life where you've heard people's truth without them speaking it. And you have two conversations going on, the one they're actually having with you and the one they're having internally. And you're not invited to the one that they're having internally because they're not inviting you to it. So, I essentially was just kind of blown away because she was absolutely right. And there have been so many times in my life where I've answered a question that wasn't yet asked out loud, things of that nature. And to have her explain all of that and put it into perspective for me, I felt like my whole life was just making sense in a matter of 20 minutes. I had so many more questions, but I had so many answers all at the same time. And um, she told me, at the end of the reading, she said, you should be sitting on this side of the table. You should be in my chair doing what I'm doing. That's how powerful your gift is. This is where you belong. And this was in February, I believe February or March of 2019. And I'd spent more time with her testing my natural ability after that. I, she took me on as a student, as my mentor. And I just, I just soaked in every single possible thing that I could learn with her. I connected to a family member of hers in spirit as part of like a test of where I'm starting out with the baseline, my natural ability. I connected with her about her family. I learned that I really was a medium and that there wasn't just like this weird thing where I happened to see spirits or feel things around me that weren't really there all the time. It was really happening. And I decided okay, when she asked, what do you want to do with this? And I I said, you know what, I want to help people the way that you help people. I feel like this is finally where I'm meant to be in my life. And she said, okay, then you need to announce yourself on social media. So within a matter of like two to three weeks, I went from not even knowing that a majority of my anxious feelings came from connecting to people's energy unintentionally reading their energy and their space i went from not only that to outing myself as a psychic to taking on clients for very low cost, like 5 10 dollar readings for practice and and being open to criticisms and to, to help me build on my gift and in starting out reading just being able to tell people like what their favorite color was or what they were thinking about doing in the next like week or so to some like really insightful and deeply more helpful things. It's this slow progression, right? But anyway, I went from all of that to quitting my job. I put in my two weeks notice in April. I gave myself four weeks though. So in February, I didn't even know I was psychic. And by April, I was quitting my job and saying, I'm done. I'm ready to to spread my wings and and dive into this, which is pretty typical for me to just go like no holds barred, let's go. Um, But this was a big deal, right? I at least had a steady income and I was saying, let's do this. And it, for the most part, really worked out. But when I started to get into doing readings for people, I realized that there were a lot of people who knew a lot more about the quote spiritual world than I did. And all I knew is that I could talk to and see dead people and I could predict the future and that a lot of my dreams that I remembered were either communicating with spirit on the other side or they were like prophetic dreams about things that hadn't happened yet, obviously, to be prophetic. But people started asking me about things like twin flames. What were my full moon practices? Um, what crystals did I recommend for X, Y and Z? What about cleansing homes? What about removing spirits from homes? What about fairies and unicorns and soulmates and soul contracts? And my brain froze. I was like, I don't know anything about this. Who am I to be helping these people with their own spirituality and connecting them through my work with energy, how can I be really of service to them if I don't know any of this stuff? I I felt like a deer in the headlights with so many things I'd never heard of before. And I felt like suddenly I was supposed to know all of this just because I was psychic. And if I didn't know any of it, was I a fraud? I was so overwhelmed. And I imagine that's how it feels for a lot of you when you step into your intuition and you really allow yourself to start growing Your gifts, or even exploring on like spiritual TikTok or whatever. There's a lot of information out there. As a teenager, I poured over books about the Salem witch trials. I obsessively watched paranormal exploration shows. If you guys remember that, um, Paranormal State, the one that was created by the Penn State Paranormal Society or whatever, I was obsessed with that show. I attempted to reach deceased relatives. I remember having (laughs) a seance in my mom's kitchen and scaring the ever-loving hell out of myself and my friends who were there with me I started to think just maybe had I leaned in a bit harder to the tarot cards and and all of that that I was interested in as a teen, then maybe I would know more about all of this now. And then it turned out that just being able to communicate with the souls of the dead and having prophetic dreams, accurately seeing people's futures, it wasn't as out there It wasn't as out there as I thought that it was. I was learning about remote viewing and channeling. And I had my first experience with Reiki healing after losing a friend to cancer. And I knew I had to learn that, too. And I did. But still, it felt like... I felt like a baby psychic and I'm four years into this journey and I was a baby psychic and I really honestly probably still am. And this part, this I'm four years into this journey, the part of intentionally connecting anyway and and I have to tell you, I'm still learning And, and so are the people who are a lifetime into it, okay? Every day I find more that interests me and every day I find more that doesn't interest me. The cool part about spiritual practice is that you take what resonates with you, what feels right for you, and you leave what doesn't. And I'm not telling you to spiritually bypass everything, and and we can get into what that even means later, but you take what feels right and you leave what doesn't, okay? You know what you also leave, though? The people who insist that their way is the only way because there's just too many ways. And over time, there's been the blending of cultures and there's hundreds of thousands of practices and beliefs and systems, and you're not going to resonate with all of them. Fairies, gnomes, mystical creatures, they're not my jam. Not at all. I don't connect with that. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't click for me. I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure there's plenty about that that I don't know, and maybe there is more about it that would click with me, but I haven't really investigated it because it doesn't pull my interest. When I was Reiki attuned, I learned about not eating meat because of the frequency of an animal before it passes is is something to is something to be consumed. It's it's a negative frequency. It's a low vibration, and we shouldn't eat that. And am I not spiritual because I eat meat? Because I cuss? Because I drink? Some would argue that I'm not, and you take what resonates with you, you leave what doesn't. I've said it half a dozen times, and I'll say it again. You don't let all of the spiritual rules and rabbit holes keep you from exploring your gifts or the spiritual community in general. Take little bites rather than overwhelming yourself altogether, and if you're looking to learn more, check out the links on all of my social media accounts for book, podcast, book recommendations, podcast recommendations, and whatever else I have up there for you. Because there is an overwhelming amount of resources to start with, my advice to you is follow a bunch of psychics and mediums, follow a bunch of witches on TikTok, follow a bunch of people, and slowly but surely, start to eliminate the ones who you don't really resonate with and add more of the ones that you do, and you'll learn more and more about your own journey and what suits you along the way. Don't let all of the rules overwhelm you and keep you from exploring, okay? One more time, just for the hell of it, take what resonates and leave the rest. I hope that this was helpful for anyone. I know it was a little fast talky today, but I will be back on Monday with another episode of Murder and Mediumship. And if you guys have any questions in the meantime, if you're on Patreon, feel free to drop it in the Discord server. If you're not on Patreon and you'd like to be, then click in the show notes or head to patreon.com slash murder and mediumship and jump in because even for the $5 Um, pledge you are receiving access to the discord server where we pop in we share things about true crime we share things about spirituality and then we also have psychic practice circles through patreon we have bonus episodes that you can actually be a part of and it's a really cool community to be able to dive in and feel safe and like no one's judging you being there okay so i hope you all are enjoying this shift into the winter season and i'll be back on monday bye everyone